It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? Well, nothing much since we lost, but today we're going to get into the Wizards' overtime loss to the Cavaliers. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Wizards Podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver, with my guy, Brandon Scott. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So the Wizards end up losing today in overtime to the Cleveland Cavaliers, 117 to 107. Uh, the Wizards had a chance to win this game, but they basically choked it away. Um, Brandon. Out of all the reasons why we lost this game, which which out of the three was it? Free throws? Was it turnovers? Was it rebounding? Which of the three do you think contributed most to this loss tonight to the Cleveland Cavaliers? I'm going to say free throws overall. You know, before I even get on the free throws in overtime, you know, six free throw attempts in regulation. You know, the inability to get to the line was a problem. You know, I thought they should attack more. They should have, you know. Drew more fouls. They didn't. That's a big issue. That was a big reason right there why they were in the position they were in to go into overtime. Overtime, one for five. Um, Bill missed one. Kuz missed two. KP missed two. You got to hit those, especially big three. They got to hit those. They Especially that core three, they got to hit those shots. You know, we said it and we say it again. Games like this, especially against Cavaliers, you know, minus Garland, this is a, this is, it has to be a win. You know, these are the wins you need. And yeah, we fought hard. We, you know, we really fought hard for a second. We let we let them get back into the game. You know, we ran with it. I think it was an 8-0 run to start the game. And ended the first quarter, they started coming back. And then they took over the game. You know, that comes with us said before, keeping the foot on the gas. You know, you can't let up on teams like Cleveland. Cleveland's in it to win it. <laughs> Look, Donovan Mitchell, I'm trying to tell you, 37 points. He was cooking tonight. He was cooking with grease tonight. So free throws, you know. Brad, he has to hit that free throw. You know, mm-hmm. Cruz, you know, front rims it. You know, he, you know, KP, he has to hit those. I mean, they gave him another one. He still missed it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll with free throws. Yeah, that's, I think offensive rebounder really hurt. Um, you look at the numbers, the Cavaliers had, uh, let me look at the numbers here. They had 16 offensive boards, and there were times where we had some really good defensive possessions. And they would get a three or Shetty Osman would knock it down from three or Dean Wade would knock down a three-pointer. Donovan Mitchell would get another opportunity. Karis LeVert would get another opportunity. Jerry Allen, who's a really good finisher around the rim. Evan Mobley, they got some bigs down there that are very versatile, that are athletic, that can rebound the ball. We struggled with that tonight. We got dominated on the boards. Uh, but, yeah, free throws, I would, I would say free throws too. Um, it's really tough. The turnover too, Bradley Bill had a crucial turnover during the, during the clutch. 
uh, where he jumped. You never want to leave your feet. You never want to leave the ground and be airborne, get into the basket like that, leaving your feet. And tr- he tried to throw to Kuzma, and then Bill threw his hands up in the air, and I'm like, Brad, that, that's on you, man. I mean, you can't leave the air or leave your feet like that and then try to make a pass. That's just, you know, that's just the cardinal sin right there. You can't do that. Um, and Bradley Bill was great in the clutch in the Bulls game, but, you know, we have to be objective and say, hey, you, you know, you weren't good in the clutch. You missed you missed that free throw. Like you like you said, Kuzma missed both free throws, and Kuz is usually known for being clutch. Porzingis, they gave him, they gave us a foul. They called a foul on Jared Allen on the inbounds pass. It was very close to a five-second violation. They gave us a foul, so they actually did give us a, They weren't giving us, giving us many calls. I'm not going to blame them on the refs. There were some awful calls um, down the stretch. I wrote down something I can't remember off the top of my head, but there were some awful calls during the game. Um, like when Jared Allen just did a no-look and tried to dunk the ball, they called a foul on Porzingis. Um, but, yeah, free throws, they, they hurt us. They hurt us. Offensive rebound and turnovers down the stretch. All three of them combined were killers, but the free throws, they they have to knock down free throws. And they were 9 for 15 from the free throw line, which is which is 60%. It, it, it's when they missed those free throws when we really needed them. We, we had to rebound the ball better, had to get some stops. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall they, they did fought, they did fight hard. They were down by 10 at one point. Um, and they rallied hard. Will Barton had a really nice steal. Bradley Bill had a nice steal. It was back to back steals to get it to overtime. So I think this was a learning experience. I'm not panicking or anything like that. I think this was definitely a learning experience game, learning some lineups, some rotations here, there too, what works and what doesn't. Um, but you know, they got to pick their heads up. And I think this was a learning. It was a good team. Like even without Darius Garland, the Cavaliers are a good team. Donovan Mitchell, he he is a force, and he got MVP chance for a reason. Absolutely. Like I said, he was cooking tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did whatever he wanted. Allen, as much as I love KP, Allen did whatever he wanted in the paint. Allen was aggressive tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was just – and I think, you know, a lesson to be learned from KP. Look, this you got, you got a man up. You know, you're going to go through a lot of centers in this Eastern Conference. You know, Jared Allen. That's one, you know, MB, you know, you got to be able to handle the paint. You know, I, I, I thought that Allen kind of did whatever you wanted, but no, you know, they fought hard. They fought hard and I'm not panicking. You know, I'm, I think that this is still good basketball from the wizards. You know, they still fought hard. It's, I like what I see, you know, it's never really a good loss. You know, you don't want to lose, but you know, they lost in style, you know, they really fought to the end, you know, you know, Cleveland, you know, they pulled away in overtime, but, just to be in a position of being 10 down and going into overtime is still impressive. So, no, I like what I saw from this team overall. They have to really shore up some things. You know, we mentioned free throws. Communication on the offensive end. Uh, there was a play where Rui was supposed to come up at the 10-second mark and do the pick, and it was miscommunication with Coach West. And, you know, there, there was a few instances where I saw, especially in transition, where communication was poor. You know, people were – Still trying to figure out their assignments. They need, they need to work on that. Um, you know, free throws, turnovers, 19, oh, was 20 turnovers. Turnovers got to get better on that. But overall, I like what I saw. Monte Morris, 13 points, six assists. Better night shooting the ball. Really off the bench, 16 points with a three-pointer. You know, Bradley Bill, he, he showed out. KP, 18 points, 10, 10 boards. And Kuz, you know, a little underwhelming, 11 points. But, you know, like I said, I'm – I, I'm not going to beat it that horse. I like what I saw from this team. It's, it's a loss, but it it was a winnable loss, if that makes sense. Oh, certainly it was a winnable game. It was a winnable game for sure. It was a back-and-forth game. Like you said, we started off hot. It was 13-3 at one point. Porzingis had two threes, and he had a nice put-back dunk. 
Uh, looked like we were going to run away with it, but you know, it's a long game. It's a game of runs. They put the bench unit in. The bench unit struggled, and that's when the Cavaliers caught up. They took a lead. Um, guys came off the bench, like uh, like I said, Dean Wade and Shetty Osman. Um, they they got to cooking. Uh, Kevin Love hit one three, and, and I think he hit that in the first half. Is uh, even Robin Lopez got in the mix. Rahul Neto scored four points. Um, so there were some times where we definitely struggled. Um, but I did want to ask you about the closing situations too. Do you think Bradley Bill should be the ball handler bringing the ball up, or should it be more of DeLon Wright bringing it up? Maybe that could help Bradley Bill kind of be better in the clutch where he's not having to bring the ball up. But before we do get to that, uh, we got a quick word from Price Picks. Price Picks is super easy, man. I used it today um, on a couple football games. Terry McLaurin, his over under was 53. He ended up getting 73 yards and a touchdown, so I did hit on that, but it's super easy. You pick two to five players. This is how it works. You pick two to five players, and if they will go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. That This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, cricket, uh, Euro basket and even more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to PrizePix.com to sign up and, da- and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKED ON and sign up for an instant. Deposit match to up to $100. Super, super easy. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, and this all, and also this episode is brought to you by Game to Game. Now, thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first lesson every day. Now, make your second lesson Game to Game. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. All right. So- the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back to the question I was asking. Do you think it would be better if they had, you know, DeLon Wright bringing up the ball? I know they want to switch it up. West wants to switch it up and have Brad bring it up and be the primary ball handler during during the clutch. But do you think that could prevent Brad from some of those late game turnovers? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> I mean, it's a good question. Mm-hmm. I, I think that DeLon Wright needs to bring the ball up. You know, I think Bradley Bill... When he, I bring it up all the time. When he dribbles too much, trying to do too much, he creates turnovers. He's he's really got to work on that. He's 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 becoming predictable. 
And, you know, defense is starting to see that. You know, he's got a – no, I definitely want to see DeLon Wright bring the ball up. And, and like, I want to bring that up anyways. You know, DeLon Wright in the final lineup is what I want to see. Now, his defense, oh, man. I mean, mm-hmm. his de- to me, outside of Denny, he's the best defensive player on this team. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. You know, outside of, you know, Brzingis, he's seven foot. But, you know, outside of Denny, he's the best defensive player on this team. And, you know – Denny didn't look good on the defensive end tonight. So you yeah. can argue he was defensive, he's the best defensive player tonight. Because he's just, I forget what, oh man, what was it? It was fourth quarter inbound. And I was just watching him, man. And he's trying, he's working so hard at defense. He's trying to, oh man, it's just incredible watching him play defense. That's effort. That's mm-hmm. that's the effort I want to see on the defensive end. So no, great question. Um, no, I, I definitely want to see DeLon bring it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we should have our poor guard bring the ball up and just get you know Bradley Bill to to help set Bradley Bill up to be a scorer to be what do what he's best at. Bradley Bill had a good game. I thought he had a solid game. He took a lot of efficiency. He was eleven for sixteen from the field. He was very efficient. Only took one three pointer. Had a Demar Derozan esque kind of game. Five for seven from the free throws. Got to knock down the free throws. Um, five assists, four boards, but he had six turnovers. That's that's the killer for him. You know those six turnovers and a couple of those turnovers happened in the worst times in the clutch of the game. Um, but like I said, overall he had a, he had a good game. It's just how you finish it, and I think you know him coming off screens, you know, knocking down some threes or knocking down jumpers, mid range shots, is where he's best at. And I know he's good as a primary ball handler too, but just at times I think you know just it would help him settle down, get back into that scoring mode. So like you said, Delon Wright he earned his minutes. Delon Wright had a nice steal and uh, had a really nice alley oop to Rui on a fast break. Um, he had a deflection that led to another fast break, too. He had five assists. He had seven points, two steals, two boards, uh, two for three from the free throw. So he's he's just a stat sheet stuffer, man. He was a, a steal of a signing this offseason. Like you said, Denny didn't have his best game tonight. Two points, two boards, um, one for six from the field. He had four fouls. So he had more fouls than points tonight. And uh, he got blocked twice by Jared Allen to start off. Then he got a little physical and finally and then finished a floater over Jared Allen. He was also 0 for 3 from the three-point line. He was a plus one and a plus minus. So not one of Denny's best games. And that's the thing about Denny. He's, you know, he's he's very inconsistent offensively, but he's a better defender. That's why he's in the starting lineup because he's a better defender. And then you have Rui coming off the bench because, you know, Rui's just a better scorer, but the defense is where he's lacking. And we want to see uh, Denny rebound. I mean, Rui rebound the ball better. Rui had three boards, which I think he can do better than that. But he scored really well. He had two threes, two for three from the field, from the three-point line, seven for 12 from the from the field. So I thought Rui had a solid game. I thought I thought Rui could have got some more playing time. Rui played 20 minutes. Denny played 14 minutes. Um, so I, I do think – I do feel like Rui could have got some more minutes tonight. But, um, yeah, it's just – you know, West is still figuring out the rotation still too. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take time. It's, like, it's game three. So, you know, he's still figuring out the rotation, and it's understandable. But, you know, Bradley Bell, like you said, had a great game. It's not really on him. I mean, the turnovers, yes, were on him. And really, that's what separates you, the the above average starters to the elite guys is those small moments. Those, those mm-hmm. just, you know, that, that's what counts. And, you know, if he wants to solidify himself as that max franchise, that next level player, he's got to show that up. But overall, a great game. Like you said, great game. No, the, I think that, you know, looking at Kuz and KP, and while KP had a good game, uh, you know, Koo struggled a little bit. Not, I mean, I, yeah, he, it was very underwhelming. I'm gonna say that. But mm-hmm. you want to get paid, you gotta. It's gotta be a big three. You know, they gotta help Bill out, and that was the biggest thing. Is that you know, KP, like I said, 18 points. So he put in, but 
I think he can do more. I think he's capable of more, in my opinion. And Kuz, you know, if you want to get paid, you've got to be that guy to pick it up. He's you can't have off nights. You can't not when you're trying to contend. Not when you're trying, you know. So I, I wanted to see more from the supporting cast, but no, I mean Monte Morris, you know, again he's playing better. He's he's starting to score, you know, six assists. So, you know, it's 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 a a learnable loss. You know, mm-hmm. Cleveland, we stayed with it. We fought hard, and Cleveland. You know, like I said, that's that's a game you have to win because this Eastern Conference is a monster this season. I'm trying to tell you, mm-hmm. you know, so, so overall, I'm not panicking. I still like what I saw. So but before we move on, tonight's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all of your latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game like tonight's game. As, and as always, BetOnline remains your continuing source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and the NBA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, yeah, I'm not panicking yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think this... Even the effort tonight shows me that this is a pretty good team. You know, I was thinking that when I was watching the game. This is a good team. You know, you see a lot from this team you haven't seen from previous teams. You know, we said this a lot during the offseason and preseason and leading up to the regular season is that there's just a spark with the team, and you see it. You know, they they do have chemistry. They do work well together. You know, they just got they have a few errors here and there. But, you know, I, I really thought they should have took advantage of Garland being out because, you mm. know, like, like we said with the Bulls game, you know, you throw Lonzo Ball and you throw – um, Levine in there. That's a totally different game. But Mitchell, I mean, were they really missing Garland? <laughs> I mean, Mitchell was cooking, man. I mean, this, <laughs> that makes Cleveland scary, man. I mean, they're missing Garland, and they're, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is Eastern Conference is a monster. So, nah, I could talk on forever, man. But nah, I'm not panicking. I like what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at some more numbers, too. The Cavaliers shot uh, 25 free throws to our 15, and you look the game before against the Bulls. The Bulls had, like, 15 or 22 more free throws than what we did. So is that on – is that on officiating? I hate to blame officiating. Is that on officiating or just the Wizards not being aggressive or not getting to the basket enough? So that's a trend. And once again, like we talked about, us getting out-rebounded, 40 to 35. The Wizards had 20 turnovers, and the Cavaliers had – 28 points off turnovers so that hurt you know they they were able to capitalize off of those turnovers that we had um and then looking at some more individual performances gafford had two points he's kind of had a rough season he just can't set a screen to save his life properly so i don't know what went on with gortat marching gortat i don't know if gortat needs to come back and still teach him or gortat Gortat was teaching them something that that is an illegal screen that just doesn't work anymore. Is he telling them something that used to work back in the John Wall days, back in 2017, but the game has changed and the refs are calling it differently? Like, what's going on? 
they need to bring a ref into practice or something like that and, and, and talk with Gafford and see what's going on with these screens. Like, what, what's the root of the problem? Because every game he's getting called for an illegal screen for the past – I mean, all three games that we've had, I think he's been called for at least one illegal screen, and, and that's getting him in foul trouble. Of course, he, he's just got to be strong on the boards too. He just has to be strong regardless in the game. He's, he's kind of, like, getting pushed around a little bit. But I still like Gafford a lot. I really do. Um, but he, there's definitely some improvement areas for him. Uh, Will Barton, I thought he played well for the most part. Nine points. Just the turnovers hurt. Five turnovers hurt. That still was huge. He had a big three as well, like a pull-up three that brought it closer in that comeback. Uh, but I was impressed by that still. When Brad took the ball away from Donovan Mitchell, that pickpocket still, and um, Porzingis hit that step back three, and then Brad got the steal. And then after that, Barton got the steal, and then it tied it up. That was crazy. I was I was almost jumping up and down because I was so excited how he came back. Um, like you said, on Kuz, yeah, not not one of his best games, and the free throws really hurt us. He he didn't even look confident on the on the free throw line. Monte Morris, I thought he had a good game too. It's just tough, like who's going to finish between him and Delon. You got to make that decision. You know who's the hot hand, but I think Delon is the better choice to finish the game. Um, Anthony Gill, he played. Johnny Davis didn't play. Those were the DMPs. Johnny Davis didn't play. Jordan Goodwin didn't play. Brennan Carey, Todd Gibson, Isaiah Todd didn't play. So Johnny Davis so far has not touched the court. He has not taken his warm-up off so far. And they did announce the G League roster. And we'll probably talk about this tomorrow, the G League roster. Quentin Jackson did make the G League roster for everybody that's asking. I know everybody was happy. <laughs> I know. Left hand up. Who are we? The command. I mean, the uh, Wizards. You know, The commanders did win today. But, yeah, so that's just my, my random thoughts, too, about the game. Um, just some individual thoughts. And Rui, I think Rui needs a little bit more play. When he's hot like that, I think he does need some more play. But, of course, the concern is the um, playing time. And then the call that I didn't like, they called an offensive foul on Monte Morris when he was on a fast break. Like, he kind of put his arm out, but I thought that was a bogus call. West yeah, Hunter Jr., he did challenge. When Kuz tried to take that offensive foul, he tried to take the charge on Jared Allen. I knew they weren't going to call that, especially on the road. So I think Wes, I don't mind him challenging, but he should have known that hey, they're they're just not going to turn that over. They're not gonna they're not going to give us that call. Um, ball movement, I thought it was fine. It could have been better, but we did we did, we got a good amount of assists tonight, so we did move the ball, and we we're still not we're still an unselfish team, which is what I like. Um, so. But, yeah, I mean, once again, we got the Pistons on Tuesday. We'll preview the Pistons tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like like you said, this is this was a learning experience game. This is a learning game. This is something that they certainly can learn from and get better. So I, I think sometimes you – I'm not going to say you need to lose, but sometimes you need a humbling loss just to see you can go back and watch the film. But these are easily fixable things that we saw tonight, turnovers, free throws. Those are the rebounding, just being tougher. Maybe you have to put Todd Gibson in there. Maybe you have to play Zingas and Gaff at the same time. This is we talked about this too. Like Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, they're two guys that are six eleven, seven feet tall that can rebound. Maybe West should have tried to play Gaff and Zingas at the same time so they can rebound the ball better, um, or just have a big lineup. You know, I, I don't think West West really did that tonight either. So that's 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 an improvement area too. Um, just on every players, coaches, everybody, I think contributed to showing that they, they had some areas that we need to fix going forward. Yeah, I agree. I, I um, Going back to Gafford, you know, I want to see some improvement this season from Gaff. Mm -hmm. the, the mistakes, you know, when he makes a mistake kind of getting down, you know, it's just, nah, man, you got to learn. I mean, this is, 
you know, this is not your first day in the system, man. You know, and I, I mean, look, I'm a big Gaff fan. I love the acquisition from Chicago. Big mm. Gaff fan. I, I love what he played. I want to see a more of a mid-range from him, yes. But the fouls, you know, like you said, how many games do you need to get hit for the same call till <laughs> you start working on that? You know, he's got he's to watch that. So, nah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I was very – I was wondering if they were going to play a bigger lineup tonight because I thought that it could have made a difference. I'm going to say that because I watched Kuz guard Mobley at times, and he just – the height difference. You know, he, he was just – Mobley's a talent. You know, this is going to be a – this is the team you got to beat. I'm telling you, Cleveland is just the, the Twin Towers. And, and another thing, they, I believe they started Okoro, which, like I said, Okoro hasn't played much. So I was surprised to see that over Usman, but – you know, Usman, that's another guy. You know, he he shot well tonight. And he shot a few, a couple of threes over Denny. Not to <laughs> get back on Denny, but now nah, overall, like you said, it's a measuring stick. It's, it's game three. You know, we got 79 more to go. So I've seen enough through three games. I know it's just three games, but this team is an improvement over last year. Uh, it Definitely. This is a completely different team. This team can be a playoff team. You know, they show up these areas. You know, I've seen enough. They, you know, shout out to Tommy. He, he found some good pieces and Barton and Morris because they're they fitting right in. They're fitting right into the system. And, you know, Bill, he, I think it goes up from here. I think he's going to solidify himself as an all-star this year. Same thing with KP. You know, he, as long as he doesn't shave the beard, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> But, nah, man, look, measuring stick loss. But, you know, Detroit, like I said, tomorrow we will preview that young team, Ray the Real. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have some matchups coming up. But. Overall, I like what I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought the refs also, they missed a push off by Donovan Mitchell before overtime. The step back, he pushed along, right? Kind of like the Michael Jordan step back a little bit where he pushed by Ron Russell. Um, I thought I thought Donovan Mitchell got away with that. But like I said, we didn't lose because – I'm not going to say we lost because of the refs. We we shot ourselves in the foot. But, um, Brandon, yeah, you, you can wrap it up tonight, and um, we'll check in with you guys tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, hey – Appreciate everybody watching the game. Appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Definitely hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. We love your feedback. Please like and subscribe. Everybody have a good night. And Tuesday, like I said, we're going to do a preview. But if you don't catch the preview, make sure to show your support. Let's get this dub on Tuesday night. All right, everybody, have a good night and peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast at Free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.